We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. minutes a day 365 days a year this is the pack a day podcast welcome into the wednesday edition of the pack a day podcast i'm steve perhatch joined as always by our mvp sarah kelleher but no dusty evely on the ir today with a voice injury so uh, Sarah's been holding on the fort when I've been gone, when Dusty's been gone. How you been doing, man? You know, back getting a little sore from carrying the team? No, stop it. Stop <laughs> it. No, it, it's been fun. And, you know, it was, it was nice to get to know Gage a little bit last week. You know, I've never had the opportunity to even speak with him before besides, you know, Twitter interactions here and there. So that was a lot of fun. But it's good to be, I know the whole crew isn't back this week, but good to be back with you at least, Steve, especially after the holidays. We were talking, you know, before we started recording just about what we did over the break and um, some of the quality time we got to spend. And as I'm sure many of you listening got to spend with your family and friends as well. So um, definitely doing all right, feeling good beginning of the year, hopefully 2022 better than the last couple i mean the bar is really low guys so i'm fingers crossed here yeah and uh packers locked up the number one seed after the victory on sunday night over the vikings which was always a good time and then vikings fans are crying over twitter it was just an all-around good time it was an all-around good time good victory it was like the first game all year i wrote this in my game recap too, that I felt like the Packers won and I wasn't stressed out. Like they've definitely Mm -hmm. won games where it's too close for comfort. They could have put the game away, you know, in the third quarter and they didn't. And then here we are in the last two minutes of the game and the other team has a chance to win. But this one was just, I know the first quarter was a little rocky, but after that, just sat back, relaxed, wrote my recap. It was done after like 10 minutes after the game ended because you could just clearly tell how the game was going to end. So that was great. I got to bed pretty early, thought I was going to be up late. So, you know, if the Packers could just do that all the way until the Super Bowl and then in the Super Bowl, I'd really appreciate it. I mean, yeah, that that would be a nice thing. I'd be okay with that. But uh, let's, let's move on into some news and notes for the week of what's going on. So... Since it is 2022, it is the years of COVID. So now with the new Omicron going all through everybody in the NFL, here's the latest updates. The Packers have 
activated Dennis Kelly, Darnell Savage, Kingsley Kiki, and Amari Rogers off of their reserve COVID list. And then they have added Billy Turner to the COVID list, restored Jason Stanley to the practice squad, and released John Deaton from their practice squad. So lots of coming and goings, and I'm sure we'll hear probably a couple more names before the Lions game on Sunday. But, um, yeah, I mean, fingers crossed there's nothing else too crazy that happens for, you know, big-time Packers players, anything along those lines. But, um, yeah, that's kind of the the news and notes of, of the Packers land for right now. But we've got a couple other things that we're just going to talk about has, since – you know, the game preview, guys, I'm just going to give you a heads up. Game preview, not going to be too super in-depth this week because, <laughs> you know, everything's locked up. We're, you know, we're, we're coasting as well. The Packers are going to be coasting. The Wednesday edition of Packaday Podcast also going to be coasting for that segment. But, uh, Sarah, I don't know if you saw this. This is starting to get a little bit of run on Twitter, and so people will be talking about it. But Hub Arkish, who uh, was on 670 The Score down in Chicago, said that he does have an MVP vote this year uh, and he will not be voting for Aaron Rodgers because he's a bad guy Uh, and he's kind of a jerk. So that is why he will not be getting his MVP vote, which has blown Twitter up to the point where we just, I just saw this one that Casey Hayward quote tweeted and replied to that saying, we let guys like Hub uh, Hub Arkish vote for awards and all pros. Real flaw, real flaw system, trash system of picking who votes. So <laughs> even current NFL players don't like this as well. But what's your uh, what's your reaction to Hub Arkish? Yeah, I'll keep this short and sweet. MVP is most valuable player, not most valuable person. So it's as simple as that. You know. Whether or not you agree with the things that Aaron Rodgers says, whether or not you like Aaron Rodgers or you hate Aaron Rodgers, it's kind of hard to disagree that he isn't one of, if not the best player in the NFL right now. And that person should win the MVP. And it's really as simple as that. Um, And that's where I think the debate ends. You know, I'm not going to get in. He shouldn't have an MVP vote, all this, but (laughs) It's just, it is a little ridiculous. Like if you're just like, Oh, I don't like this person. So I'm not going to vote for them for the MVP, even if they are the MVP and probably the the most deserving from the 2021 season. So for me, it's as simple as that. What about you? Yeah. This screams like somebody who thinks too much of themselves, like that, like I'm going to change the narrative. This, there's a show um, long ago. I'm guessing it was probably before, you knew about this kind of, but it was called Sports Night. Um, it's been on Comedy Central for like reruns all sorts of time. But there was always this. There was a, a sportscaster, so like it was mock ESPN Sports Center almost. And there was this, one of the the hosts. He came on a few times, and it, I remember this one line of him saying, "He's like, I have a platform, and I get to say whatever I want on that platform. Like just high and mighty of like people listen to my thoughts and opinions, and they respect me. And like, no, dude, like." it's the most valuable player award. Like don't go too crazy on this. So it's just somebody who, who kind of needs to have that attention on himself when he's a sports writer and like eh, good for him. He's, he's a good sports writer from what I understand, but he's got a couple of bad takes out there. And I, I firmly believe this is another one. Yeah. And in case you didn't know already for any of you listening, um, 
Hub is also the same guy that in 2019 tweeted, why can't fans separate actual analysis from fanboy talk? I like the Packers and hope they're back in the hunt this year. But HaHa Clinton Dix is, more, is a more complete safety and a better player than Adrian Amos. Just deal with it, guys. Telling the truth isn't a slap at the Packers. So well, that was been brought back a lot Tuesday evening. It was all over the timeline. And I actually saw that first. So I was confused. I'm like, why is this tweet coming back? Did something happen? <laughs> I checked my DMs and Steve had sent us this. I'm like, ah, okay. I see why this is being brought back now. Did the Packers re-sign Ha Ha Clinton? Yeah, I was like, what happened to Ha Ha Clinton? <laughs> oh my God. I don't think I can live with that all over again. Uh, all right. Next up, we kind of wanted to chat um, before we get into the Lions game and, and things along those lines. There's a couple players that could potentially come back. And instead of having, you know, week 17, a bye week, and then finally coming back for that playoff game, what are your thoughts, Sarah? If you are Matt LaFleur, you are a stunningly handsome man. Um, what are you going to be doing with yourself, with, with David Bakhtiari? What are you going to be doing with Jair Alexander? What are you going to be doing? Uh, you know, Billy Turner obviously won't be able to be back for this, but uh, this week 17, but what are you doing with these guys? Yeah. And this was a great point. Shout out to Matt Schneidman and Bill Huber. They talked about this on their podcast. Um, and we saw it and people were talking about it and we thought, you know, we'd share our opinions too. You know, if I was Matt LaFleur with, um, as Aaron Rodgers says, those perfect eyebrows, I, I think I would proceed with caution. Obviously it's great that they're going to get those guys back, you know, just like we've said on this podcast when Devonte Adams has been unavailable, the Packers aren't a better team without them, but when you are out for that long, there is naturally going to be rust and things you've got to work through in a live game before you're back to kind of that all pro level that we know Bakhtiari, Jarier, um, and even Zadarius Smith, if he's able to come back at some point, which this whole season, it's just been a giant question mark for him. So I think you, you give them reps and you see how things go. You can't be 100% certain and say, yeah, they're going to start and play the whole time because what if they go in there and they're losing their matchups or something's just not right? The great thing about that is that, especially at those two positions, specifically with Bakhtiari and Jarier, there's a lot of depth there. And we've seen guys on the Packers step up, you know, the, the whole line, you can't even name one person in particular, has really, really just been tremendous this year with responding to adversity. Then you have a guy like Rasul Douglas, who out of nowhere has come off the practice squad in Arizona and has arguably been the best player besides, you know, Devondre Campbell on the Packers defense. You have Eric Stokes, who's grown really quickly and done a good job. So, you know, trust those guys. They've obviously earned the right to be on the field, too, and have made really big plays throughout the season. Um, but your defense and your offense is only going to get better bringing them back too. So proceed with caution, see how it goes. You know, I wouldn't go zero to 100. I'd maybe go like 70, 30 or something like that and see how things go. And, you know, who knows how we can't say that Bakhtiari is going to immediately come back in and be an all pro in his first game back. Would that be awesome? Hell yeah. I'd love that, but it's hard to put that much trust in him right away, especially with an ACL, such a significant injury. We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. 
Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. All right, so you're giving, let's say, Bakhtiari and Jair coming back for Week 17. How many quarters would you play them? Or snaps or, what, you know, whatever you, you prefer. Yeah, I would say, like, three full quarters at least, and then maybe we'll see how it goes, whether that's easing them in a little bit into the first quarter and then having them play out the game or starting them, seeing how it goes, maybe taking them out, but adding everything up, probably like three, maybe three and a half. Okay. Yeah, I'm, I'm similar. I think I'd probably go about half a game. Um, you know, like you said, ease them into the first quarter, get them through the second quarter, have them go through a halftime. And then, you know, depending on, especially depending on where the game is, if you don't need them at all, like, and they're, you know, trying to get back into game shape, like, you know, give them, ease them back in, then, you know, back to full practices and, and, I think that would be, you know, a good game plan. I'm, I'm excited. Hopefully they will. One will be back, if not both. Uh, a couple more of those guys for the playoffs, man, that would be – if they can come back and have some sort of impact on the games, like that's going to be just – you're taking a Super Bowl contender and, and probably pushing them over the top to be the Super Bowl favorite. So I think that would be that would be outstanding. Today is a Tuesday. There was a Tuesday with Aaron on the Pat McAfee show. So Sarah, why don't you give us some of the highlights of what went down on the show? Yeah, another interesting show this week. Um, Similar to last season, Pat and the boys have declared that Aaron is the MVP. They've started calling him the MVP just like last year around this time where they basically said, we don't you know, we don't care. We're going to just say it and hopefully it happens. (laughs) So immediately that's how they welcomed him on. Uh, Rogers was wearing a, for the brand beanie, which, you know, is Pat McAfee's thing. So that was, that was kind of nice of him to do while he was on the show. Uh, First thing that they talked about was the Manning cast. Um, You know, Rogers was on Monday night, which is good since the game this weekend doesn't mean anything. So if they lose, Whatever, you know, if the Manning curse is still there. Rogers was very strategic and picked a good week to go on. <laughs> uh, but on the Manning cast, in case you missed it, they did talk about how Aaron Rodgers and Pat McAfee became such good friends. So they talked about that a little more on the Pat McAfee show today and how it's a very 
interesting story. He also mentioned that he started watching Ted Lasso, um, which I know we've talked about and they've talked about um, pretty often on the Pat McAfee show and that he really likes it. Um, He also touched on retirement and uh, Pat asked a really great question. You know, he said, I'm listening to you every single week this season. You come on this show every week and then you're on the Manning cast last night and you're just you love football. You're talking about football so much. And, you know, there's all this talk about how you might retire, step away. And I just can't see him doing that is what Pat said. And so he said, you know, do you really consider retiring? Are you really considering that? What's going on? And he said, you know, he's given his life to the game. And at some point, you know, he's got to stop the ride stops and he's got to get off. So again, another Rogers answer of, I'm living in the present. We all know what the the spiel's been this season. But he's mentioned that and that, you know, he said, where I focus is where my energy goes and my energy and focus has been on this season. So that's all I'm really thinking about right now. Um, And he talked a little bit about over the years, some of the great broadcasters and journalists um, that he's met along the way. He mentioned Al Michaels, Aaron Andrews, and being in production meetings with them and how much fun he has because they just, he appreciates their passion for the game. So it was cool to kind of hear that perspective, um, especially since like we see people that are in media, some love Aaron Rodgers, some won't vote for him for MVP because they think he stinks. So it was kind of, timely um and that was before the news dropped about the mvp votes so that was interesting to hear um they also talked about Devonte adams like they do every week and how he's just so good and you know he said why, of course the packers are going to franchise tag him why wouldn't you want to let a guy like that go and be, be available on the market so um that was pretty much all he said about that you know praised him some more and just about their relationship talked about Lazard a little bit, how they're getting closer this year. And then he said, you know, the plan is to play, that he wants to play, that Devontae wants to play, that LaFleur wants to at least play them a little bit. So we'll see how it goes. We better just hope nobody gets hurt. That's my biggest concern is just get out of the game healthy, you know, and don't play like crap, at least if you're going to risk, like go through that and risk injury, at least let it be worth it. So, um, they talked about that. And then Rogers had a very interesting kind of moment of reflection about his time in green Bay. Um, you know, he said, you have to embrace the culture that he's embraced the culture. And he had a list of must do things in green Bay. He said, supper club, fish fry, roller coaster at Bay beach, frosty tip, ice fish, ice fishing door County. And then you have to eat cheese curds. So I've checked off a lot of those, so I feel like I'm pretty proud of that, but we'll see. And if you're listening, we'd love to hear how many you've checked off the list as well. And um, to wrap things up, as always, they had the book club book um, for the six, the 16th edition, actually. And, you know, throughout the episode, Rogers was talking about not giving as many Fs and you know, just being unapologetically yourself. So the book this week was The Subtle Art of Not Giving an F um, by Mark Manson. It's a New York Times bestseller. So that was Roger's book this week, number 16. Not sure if it's going to extend into the playoffs or not, but we shall see. Very cool. Yeah, I uh, I think I'm pretty much outside of the ice fishing. I, I've never been ice fishing, so that's the only one I wasn't able to check off of uh, my list. Um, 
but yeah, overall been a fun season with him on the show. Hopefully, uh, hopefully he'll be back next year to do the same thing while being the Packers quarterback. Yep. So Sarah, it is that time we are going to preview the Packers lions game by talking about the Packers offense versus the lions defense. Uh, since you just, I'll, I'll give you a minute to catch your breath from uh, talking about the McAfee show. So the thing I'm looking for is for the Packers to escape with all of their kneecaps after Dan Campbell's famous uh, speech at the beginning of the season. That's all I'm looking for. Like you get kind of talked about and Rogers talked about, you want them to stay healthy, avoid any injuries if they are going to play. That's my big takeaway that I'm looking for pretty much. So kneecaps and health. What about you? And for me, it's just productivity. You know, Rogers talks about it on the Pat McAfee show before alluded to it a little bit, but they don't want to lose this momentum that they, that they have going in you know, the last few weeks, especially on offense, they've looked really good and they don't want a three week break. And then, you know, to come out flat in the playoffs, but you know, this is a, a cruise game. Like you talked about Steve. So in the back of their minds, they got to think it doesn't really matter. You know, we're going to playoffs. We have the number one seed. We have to buy no matter what. So if you're going to play, be productive and let it be worth it. Like I said, allow, actually continue to build on the momentum and don't just play to go through the motions and play. If you're going to go out there, and like you said, risk injuries, at least be productive and at least look good. And I'm worried because the Packers this season have not played well in the first quarter. They don't turn things on until the second quarter. Uh, ideally for me, I would love the Packers to just come out on Sunday play really well in the first quarter and then take everybody out and then everybody can rest. And then they were able to play. They built on the momentum a little bit and it's good. But if we lag into the second quarter, then, you know, I just get nervous with everything happening. So be productive. That's what I'm going to look for. Productivity on offense. Rogers, you're most likely the MVP. Just look like the MVP for a quarter and then you can rest. I was looking at his stats too. You know, the craziest thing too, he's got four picks for the whole year. He had two in the first game. Oh, I know. I saw them right there in person. So <laughs> that's right. <laughs> that's right. Okay. Well, that's a very good segue into just forgetting about that part and talking about questions. So got some good stuff off of Twitter from you guys. Uh, we'll just jump right in. First one from Brian Harstad. Uh little compliment and a little uh, tip of the cap to uh, at Sarah Kelleher for continues to quote carry the pack a day, the Wednesday pack a day team. Uh, this question, how long should this, do you think the starters should play this Sunday and food question? What is your favorite childhood comfort food? So Sarah, let's go. How long are they playing all the starters? Not just if we get a couple of them, the, uh, the injured guys back. Hopefully just the, the first quarter and maybe a little bit of the second for some of the guys that maybe have just come back or that they're just trying to get a feel for. Um, that's about it. And then food question, favorite childhood comfort food, probably fruit loops. I love fruit loops, but I never really eat them anymore. But as a kid, I was like a savage. If those things were, <laughs> were around, I was eating them. Okay. Uh, let's see. Yeah. I kind of agree with you as far as like length of the starters going, you know, quarter and a half, maybe, maybe the first half, depending on how, you know, if things aren't clicking, like they haven't been in the first quarter and you want to make sure you end out on a, a good note for the starters, then yeah, maybe ride them into the second half a little bit or end of the second quarter. 
And as far as childhood comfort food, um, I always loved chicken and dumplings. That was like a, the homemade meal. That was the one I would always request for my birthday and probably helped the fact and the fact that my old, my middle brother hated it uh, as well. So it always got me a little bit of the, like me can rub it in his face yeah. while I got the food that I like. So that was normally my, my go-to request. Uh, we got a couple other good ones. Um, think that we would need dusty to talk about the darnell savage one so dom will hopefully maybe next week when we're all back together and then uh joshua kiss camp had some really in-depth uh marvel questions which again like i'm kind of there but we would need some time to dive we'd probably need our own podcast uh marvel podcast to talk about that one but we definitely need dusty on that so um maybe maybe next week as well for that one but Next uh, next question we've got is Matthew, uh, who is also an NFL owner. So congratulations to Math. Uh, can the Packers win the Super Bowl if they don't get any of their injured Pro Bowlers back? Uh, who is your pick for the Packers blogosphere slash Twitterverse MVP? So Sarah, Super Bowl win, is it still possible if they don't get Jair or Bakhtiari or Z back? I think so. They've done this well without them. They're the number one seed without those guys. So um, again, are they a better team without them? No, but they've been able to do so much without them at the same time. So I think there's definitely still a chance. And then my pick for Packers blogosphere and Twitterverse MVP, I mean, that's really tough. There's a lot of great people out there that put out some awesome content. And, you know, I could name a whole list of people, but Right now I'm going to go with Maggie Loney because Maggie's always killing it. She's, mm-hmm. you know, has her own podcast with Perry. She also does pack a day. She writes for Cheesehead TV. And I feel like she's always just spreading positivity. Like I've, I've never seen a negative mean tweet from Maggie Loney. Like it's usually a, a pun or some kind of ode to a player that she's, she loves. And she's always just like a, a nice ray of sunshine on the Twitter timeline. That's usually just a dumpster fire. So I'll, I'll give that to Maggie right now. I do always inter- enjoy her interactions with her husband on them on Twitter as well. Those are always yeah. uh, some pretty fun stuff. And yeah, I completely agree. Yeah. Super bowl team. Like they can definitely win the way they're set up. It'll be a, str- a little bit more of a struggle than if you get those three back four back with Billy Turner, maybe. And you know, it'll be a lot tighter in the Super Bowl, but I still think that this is a the way that they're constructed, the way the defense is starting to play play again. Like that's a this is a Super Bowl team for sure. And who is my pick for the blogiverse, Twitterverse MVP? Man, it's one of those things like you hate to say it because he's not here on the podcast tonight, but I mean. Dusty puts out so much quality yep. content and like much like Maggie, just a positive person on Twitter when like 99.9% of the people are just D bags and just angry people. So, I mean, I always love reading his articles watching his videos and we've talked about just like, I know personally how much I've learned about the game just from knowing Dusty. So I'd say for me, he's uh He's always been, he always puts out some quality stuff. So yeah, um, he breaks it down where something seems so complex. And then when you, he writes it or he's explaining it in a video, you're like, Oh, like I'm subscribed to his email, like updates. And so sometimes I'll just be chilling or I'll be at work and I'll see dusty Evely sent me an email about this one play that the Packers ran this past (laughs) week. And then I'll look at it and like, Oh, Interesting. Good job, Dusty. So definitely subscribe to that email list if you're not on it. 
Next question, Mike Kawano. Uh, also, I will completely deny this when he's talks when we talk to him next week. Yeah, this never happened. Happens. We never. Yeah, exactly. Did, so. It's like one of those Mission Impossible. This this message will self destruct in five seconds. So, <laughs> um, if the Packers, yeah, Mike Kawano wants to know if the Packers could re-sign one player to fill in for guys getting rest this week, who would it be, and how long do you leave up your Christmas tree, and have you ever tried to replant it? Me. Mike may be may or may not be trying replanting his Christmas tree. So Sarah, I already know your answer because I can see your answer. <laughs> but uh, tell me, who would you uh, re-sign to the Packers roster if you could right now? Yeah, this we weren't sure how to exactly approach this question when we were looking at it. We're like, is it someone that they've signed this year and let go? Is it someone that they've All had time. on the team in the past? And we just went anyone that's ever been on the Packers. So, <laughs> um, so for anyone that's ever been on the Packers, just for jokes and giggles, I'm going to pick Charles Woodson. I would just love most likely Tim Boyle is going to be playing quarterback this weekend. And I just feel like that would be an interesting thing to watch. And also he he's the goat, like he's a legend and it would just be cool to see him suit up for the Packers one more time. Um, second part of the question about a Christmas tree um, again, another moment where I wish you could see our faces because <laughs> my Christmas tree is up and shining bright right behind me. I do have a fake tree though. You know, I live in Florida, so it's not the best place to get, you know, a real Christmas tree. Um, so I have taken down all of my other decorations, but my tree just looks so nice in my apartment that I said, I'm going to keep it up just a little bit longer. Um, and then I'll take it down. So just in order to have a little fun and give Jordan love somebody to, to, uh, to throw to actually, I, I've decided to change my answer so I can make somebody mm-hmm. else happy, but we'll go Jordy Nelson. So Jen Mack will be very happy and have one more game of him running around in uh, some, some tight pants and sh- she'll have a good time with that. And I mean, Twitter will never stop with it. So give Jordan love a good target who knows how to catch a back shoulder throw. And yeah, I think we'll be good. And my Christmas tree came down today. So we Ooh. took down all Christmas stuff. Normally that comes down like, yeah, right in the beginning of the new year. So that was. Um, and yeah, you guys have kinda... a real tree or fake tree? Oh, no, fake, fake okay. all day long. Yep. One that's one that's pre-lit and don't have to worry about putting those on myself. I mean, yep. if you really, really, really need that smell, just get up the car air freshener and put it in the inside. I have the little like sticks that you can put in the fake tree that give it the Christmas tree smell. Beautiful. I put like three of them in there. Smells like a real tree. Exactly. You're good to go. And then you don't have crap all over your floor and potentially bugs and all that stuff. So, all right. Last question here, Sarah from Matt Pickett. Happy new year. What's one sports related resolution you could make for yourself and one you wish the Packers would make for themselves and a bonus question, what would be your ideal way to ring in the new year on New Year's Eve? Hmm. I guess a sports-related resolution I'd make for myself, and I've kind of already made it for myself for this year, is just to not let it consume my life too much. You know, I have a lot going on. I'm busy with work, taking on more responsibilities there, and I, at the end of the day, this is a very fun hobby and I enjoy it. And especially with writing, it's more 
writing because podcast doesn't require obviously as much time. Um, but I just can't let it consume my life. You know, like if I can't do it one weekend or I have a lot going on and I'm stressed out, that shouldn't then become a stressor for me. Like this is a fun hobby that I enjoy doing. So my resolution would be to just hopefully maintain that passion for it and not let it become another thing on the list of things that are, you know, that could stress me out on a weekly basis. Um, and then one that I wish the Packers would make is obvious and it's just not suck on special teams. Like be better. It's not very hard. Like I know more positive yards, like a 20 yard return. It was like the longest in two years for the Packers. So maybe beat that. That can be a resolution that shouldn't be too tough for anyone else in the NFL, but, um, and bonus question, what's my ideal way to ring in the new year on New Year's Eve? Um, doing absolutely nothing because I would just so much rather stay at home and watch all of the stuff on TV and hang out. And that's exactly what I did this year. I was with my boyfriend and his family and we just had a nice dinner and then watched TV and just kind of talked and hung out until midnight. And it was great. I preferred that over going out and doing anything crazy. So I know that's super lame and nerdy, but I don't care. I had fun. <laughs> Actually, yeah, it was uh, the the punt return where was it Moore got just smoked by the guy who got uh, quote unquote blocked into him. <laughs> I was in the middle of typing best punt return all year for the Packers uh, <laughs> until the they, they lifted the flag. I was like, Damn it. That was going to be a really good tweet. I was going to be really happy with that one, but, uh, but he's, uh, he's been pretty good, but, but now uh, he's on the COVID list, I think. So, I mean, what, that takes a day now the way that it's set yeah. up like, <laughs> Oh, I don't have a cough anymore. I'm good. Okay. You're back. So yeah, not worried. Not too worried about that. Let's see my one sports related resolution. I'm going to uh, get better at my short game in golf. That's one for Ooh. me. Yeah. Uh, um, one thing you wish that the Packers would make for themselves, um, maybe don't draft a quarterback in round one of the next upcoming draft. That'd be a resolution I'd say. And then, yeah, kind of on the same lines as Sarah, like I've, I've done a lot of fun stuff for new year's Eve. I've been at bars. I think I went to a wedding once, like, you know, there's a lot of fun, different kind of things you can do. Um, but yeah, kind of keep it simple. Like with the last couple of years, we didn't do it this year because of COVID and everything, but last couple of years we would spend with like, just uh, like uh, some friends that had kids that were similar to ours. And so everybody would just stay up and have a good time, kind of keep it simple, stay home and not do anything too crazy. So yeah, simple is always good. Simple is always good, but all right, uh, Sarah, that's going to do it for us. No dusty this week. So it's a little bit shorter. Um, not saying that you talk a lot, Dusty. That's definitely not what I'm saying at all. Uh, it's always fun when I can make fun of him and he's not here. So that yeah, always... he can't <laughs> argue. Like there's there's no one rebuttal, no rebuttal. It's just silence. And although I would love to hear his rebuttal right now, just because he sent us, he did send us a video in our DMs of him, and it's like legitimately Sarah said he sounds like a transformer. I thought he sounded like the, the movie, the movie trailer guy, like in a world where like, it's yeah. bad. I was waiting like when he sent the message for Lincoln Park to start playing in the background. <laughs> and, like, <laughs> it was, I feel bad. And he's been like that for a long time. Like 
last Sunday was when he messaged and or I think it was last Sunday where he said, Hey, my yeah. voice is gone. So I'm out this week. And then he was like this week and he's like, my voice is still gone. And that's when he sent us a video. <laughs> hey, imagine just Shia LaBeouf just in his background. <laughs> then it just says like directed by Michael Bay at the end of the video. <laughs> and then a big explosion. I think that would be, yeah, that'd be perfect. <laughs> um, all right, let's do some uh, closing thoughts here. Yeah, so my closing thought, obviously, I'll have game recap on Sunday, um, one o'clock game. So it'll be out in the afternoon, last one of the regular season. It's been a fun year to write about the Packers again. And, you know, it's like I was just saying, with it being a fun passion, so many of you have allowed it to continue to be that way for so long. And I'm just really grateful. You've always brought something new and spicy to the mix that's allowed me to laugh and have fun with it and looking forward to doing it one more time in the regular season and then hopefully all the way until February 13th so uh, that would be awesome if I got to write a game recap about the Packers winning the Super Bowl I'd really enjoy that um, and then you know Dustin's not here but he usually has stuff that comes out on Wednesdays so I'm assuming that's going to come out again so definitely make sure to check that out and then also just enjoy this guys you know, the next couple of weeks are going to be quiet since the Packers kicked butt all season and they have a bye. But this is really special to, you know, three seasons in a row that they've won 13 games. What Matt LaFleur has done with the team, what Aaron Rodgers and Devontae Adams are doing on a weekly basis. This, this doesn't happen um, every day. So the fact that we've been able to experience it, especially last few years, and that personally for me, it's been something that through you know, not the most fun times has brought me a lot of joy and excitement and been something that on a weekly basis, I could really look forward to and have fun with. So enjoy it. This is going to be a really special playoff run. Um, no matter what, it's already a special season and we're glad we get to keep talking about it and with you guys and yeah, let's just have some fun. I'm ready. I love it. I love it. Yeah. I can't really say too much more. Um, yeah. Um, Thank you guys for, as always, for listening. We always have a lot of fun with you and um, appreciate you sticking with us with a rotating schedule <laughs> that everybody's had recently. But uh, yeah, good to, get, good to get back. Hopefully we'll get Sarah back next or Dusty back next week and we'll have uh, the whole crew going again. But make sure, as always, follow us on Twitter at Sarah Keller 4 at Steve Perch, at Dusty Evely and at Packaday Podcast. Um, feel free to DM us anytime you want. Anything you want to talk about, we're always here to talk. And um yeah, I think that'll do it. Um, we're, we're hopefully predicting the first ever Packers 14 and three regular season, which would be very cool to see. So uh, we will catch you guys next week. And as always, go Pack Go! Everyone is talking about magnesium. It's all you hear about. But why? What do we know about magnesium? Well, magnesium is the number one mineral that 75% of Americans are deficient in. If you are a woman over 35, magnesium will help you rediscover balance, energy, and vitality. 
Magnesium supports more than 300 enzymatic reactions in your body, including those involved in hormonal balance. From functional medicine doctors to mental well-being and female hormone experts, we all know that magnesium is the one mineral to improve all aspects of well-being and health. But which one? Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers. The trusted choice recommended by leading experts with seven best-absorbed forms of magnesium to ensure your body receives the support it needs for overall well-being. Go to bioptimizers.com slash balance today and use code BALANCE10 for 10% off. Support your journey to wellness at B-I-O-P-T-I-M-I-Z-E-R-S dot com forward slash balance. Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers, your foundation to optimal health and vitality.